0: Welcome to another episode of We Straddle Across the Great Divide, within our spiritual communities and within ourselves. Darren Starwin and I are here today uh, with a new topic, which seems very, very relevant to this time, which is the coronavirus. It is so big, and lo and behold, it uh, dropped itself right into the whole divide that we're experiencing uh, in, in our communities. So Darren and I wanted to really actually represent uh, both sides of this. Uh, And so uh, to do so, uh, we wanna first actually, like I wanna give you my little testimonial of my experience with the coronavirus uh, to say that actually this is real. Um, I was infected with the coronavirus and got COVID and tested positive and consequently tested positive for the antibodies. Uh, And I was affected in very specific ways um, where I had the loss of smell, which is a real signature of this particular uh, coronavirus. Um, and it also really affected me in terms of dropping me into the shadow, the deep shadow of my psyche. It was very intense. So uh, so I, th- this is all to say that we believe it's real and we think it's important to take it seriously. Um, wearing masks, social distancing, and particularly uh, uh, like being in aerated spaces outside or in places where there's, uh, you know, uh, uh, aeration, windows are open, doors are open, et cetera. Uh, these are really, really helpful in minimizing the risk to uh, being exposed and getting infected. And that's how I got infected. I was in a car with somebody who very likely had it. I think that's how I got it. And this person was coughing and we didn't have the windows open. So, okay, so this is uh, this is our, our starting point in our conversation today. Um, Darren and I are really excited about going into just some wonderful dimensions to this conversation and this whole issue.
1: Yes, Dano. This is a very, very timely topic. We heard that there's giant demonstrations all through Europe, people protesting lockdowns major thing is just coming down right now as we speak. And I just saw a headline on the New York Times that said uh, vi- vaccines are coming in the spring. We get ready for a cold, dark, miserable winter. I mean, there's just a lot of this uh, it was a kind of what a point that we're at right now. And in terms of this great divide that we're talking about here, the two sides of the divide that I understand in terms of COVID is that there's what the mainstream media is putting out and what pretty much everybody in my family, I just had a big family meeting yesterday, is pretty much believing. And that's that this is a very real epidemic. That's extremely dangerous. You need to be very, very careful, protect yourself. Uh, A lot of them are isolating themselves, especially the older people in my family. And that uh, they're really eager for a vaccine to come out and sort of save the day and allow us to get back to some kind of semblance of, life where we can be with other people. So that's a, a, a worldview, which is very supported by mainstream media and most people that I know. Now, a lot of the people who are can be called the conspiritualists, which we've talked about in other meetings, other, other talks here, are people that don't accept at least a lot or, or sometimes any of the mainstream media. And a lot of them really question what COVID is, whether it's a whole hoax, whether it's not even real, and that all this is fake media trying to create fear and shutdown and repression for nothing. And a lot of these people who are in that belief system do not want to ever wear a mask unless they're absolutely forced to like to go into a supermarket. Some of them have actually stopped shopping so they don't have to actually ever get a mask and wear a mask. And so that's another belief. And I have people I respect a lot who have those beliefs. Uh, People, I think, are of high awareness and consciousness and do a lot of digging through alternative media. So quite, quite a divide there. And one thing that Dano and I noticed is that the fear on both sides of that divide, or at least one of the big fears is that they will become controlled by a totalitarian system and give up their freedom. So it's actually kind of almost funny in a way, like somebody, a very close person, my family, is, was very afraid that if Trump got reelected, we would enter enter a totalitarian system, and that uh, and and so that that's one side of it. Then other people that have been more Trump supporters in the past, or or maybe still, were afraid that if vaccines are given out, I would go back with my sister. She was really eager to be a vaccine, eager for there to be a vaccine so we could be freed from all this lockdown and so on. Well, on the other side, the people who are feeling like if, if a vaccine was given, it would can have some kind of toxic, bizarre control mechanisms in it, which would make people more slaves. And so, there's, to make a long story short, there's a fear of being taken over by a totalitarian system on both
0: sides of the divide. So actually, that's something in common, you might say. So let me just let me just clarify that. Yeah. That that there are uh, people. Who are really scared when Trump was really in his full power that he had a way about him that seemed to be very totalitarian and that it was almost like a theocratic totalitarian um, energy around his throwing uh, you know justice to the wind and that we would be controlled in that way but on the other side was yes exactly what you were saying around um, the fear that the um, the powers that be and big pharma um, are going to come in and they're using the coronavirus as an excuse to impose, um, you know, control. <clears throat> control uh, through vaccinations, you know, is, is, is one way, and also through just mask wearing and population control. So, yes. yes.
1: Yeah, thanks for filling it, and that was a missing piece in what I was saying. So I'd like to state that I think on the higher level of truth, and truth is very important to me, not one side is right or wrong. That's, I feel, a diversion Mm -hmm. from the higher truth. The higher truth is, there's something called timelines, which has been talked about a lot in different spiritual teachings. And on the simplest level, timelines are destiny paths that are in front of each one of us, every moment. It's almost like you can imagine at every moment of your life, like right now, while you're listening to me, my voice, there's a series of doorways in front of you and you have to walk through one of them. I mean, in other words, you're moving forward in your life as long as you're alive. So we're choosing which of those doorways we're moving through.
0: Okay. Can I, and can I, can I, can I just say, um, just destiny paths. It's not like it's so much our, a destiny, which is preordained. I think of it as like possible futures. That okay, I guess that's the more our accurate choice. term. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean,
1: we're creating. It's a, it's a small point because you're yeah. creating a destiny every time you choose okay. one of these paths. But, you go. know, but I can understand you might want
0: to. Pick we're dealing that word with apart. semantics here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um,
1: good. But they're, they're they're paths of experience or outcome. Maybe somewhere. work Yes, cleanly, but very it, nice. And that we have to choose one of them as long as we're alive and. The, the doorway we open and walk through is taking us into a certain dimension of experience that has certain experiences and outcomes. Now this, is, this may sound a little deep, but really stay with me here because this is extremely valuable to get this. I'm here with you there. And many people in different spiritual teachings have acknowledged that we are choosing our experience every moment, whether we realize it or not. And we're literally entering a different dimension or a different universe, you might even say. And uh, quantum physics even has a very uh, well-regarded theory called the many worlds theory, which was developed in 1957, which stated that every time a quantum event takes place, which would be the movement of an electron or a photon, like a subatomic particle doing something, like moving from point A to point B, when it moves from point A to point B, it also moves to point C, D, E, F, G, and infinitely other points, but the scientists measuring it can only see it moving from point A to point B, and therefore says that's the correct place it's moving to. So the many worlds theory says that it's actually moving to all those other points at the same time, and each one's creating its own dimension of experience, but we can only perceive one of them at a time. So even this well-regarded theory of quantum physics is validating that there's all these options of experience in front of us. And I'm not going to go too much down the rabbit hole of quantum physics, and that would take up the whole rest of this. but just keep that very simple. And so one of those doorways is that COVID is real. It's this major epidemic. It's really scary. And if you don't do the social distancing and wear the masks and eventually get a vaccine and whatever it is, you're putting yourself at huge risk. And there is this huge downside and that is and and that basically if you it's we need to heed this thing just like dano had this disease he had to work very very hard to work his way through it and recover without having a lot of lung damage and other things like that now there's another doorway where covid doesn't exist this is again this is a very cutting-edge belief so when people say it's a hoax I'm believing there's, they're not totally wrong. There's, a, there's another timeline where COVID doesn't exist. There's another timeline where it exists, but it's just much more mild and it's not that big of a concern. There's another timeline where it becomes worse than the bubonic plague that killed off half the people in Europe back in the 1200s and 1300s. So think about it, all those doorways are there and arguing about which one is real is kind of missing the point. They're, they all exist in their own dimension. So, our raising our consciousness, empowering ourselves to see that we have this awesome choice, and every—it's not a choice you make one time and that it's done. It's a choice in every moment. I feel
0: is a is a is taking us closer to the truth. How do you see that? That's beautiful. Uh, that's that's. I think it's a very profound insight. And Darren and I were talking about this yesterday, and and it was very exciting because I think it's this idea that we can take charge of, of, you know, the direction of our life. We are sort of creator beings, you know, if you will. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's the old, the old adage of we create a reality, which is dicey. It's, it can be, um, it, it, it can bring about magical thinking, something we talked about last week, but, um, which, which can be, um, um, maybe, uh, you know, distorted or uh, fanciful or, you know, but, but there's something about the power of our consciousness, especially when there's emotion that is engaged in it, um, where we're actually claiming, <clears throat> you know, a future. Uh, and, and this, I think, is a, is a lot of what's going on in the conspiritual movement is people are really excited about participating in the creation of a new future, which is free from the confines of control systems. So <clears throat> I think what, Darren, you're saying here, it gets down to, it sort of drops into the individuals. I don't know if it's responsibility or it's just an opportunity. Opportunity, I like that. Already. There we go. Yeah, to to really... And it's, it's so, I I guess what we're saying is, is that, you know, tie your camel, you know, pray to Allah, but tie your camel. is the old saying, you know, like, um, pray to God, you know, create a a world where, where we are beyond the uh, devastation of coronavirus and control systems. And at the same time, when you go to the store, You know, and you pass the 85-year-old person who's really, really, really worried that it's okay to wear a mask. We want to be sensitive to the culture at large.
1: Yeah. I really like what you're saying because I am uncomfortable with the polarized thinking. We talked in our last week's episode about the role of trauma and this polarization in our society. and. We could talk a lot more about that. Too, so much. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll circle back to that because mm. I feel like the the P, the PTSD that is an epidemic in our societies has driven this sense of polarization. And but I just heard you say, Dano, is that there is there's a reasonable path where we're honoring these different things that apply to different people, like there. Are, Like in other words, yes, elderly people or children that are going to be around elderly people, which is all the time because families are made of different generations. These people do have a higher risk. Now, if they're spiritual masters who have mastered the choosing timelines and that, then maybe they have less risk, but how many of them really are in that place realistically? You know, they're, so if they're not in that place, then, then yes, wearing masks, being considerate, um, having social distance, doing these, washing your hands a lot, I don't believe these things should be rejected and thrown out with the baby in the bathwater. But yet at the same time, there's, there's the other side of it that we do have a choice in our consciousness about these timelines. So it, I think, I think some humility, I keeps coming back some humility is in place. Like there's a, there's a a road of saying, yes, there's some truth to these different things. And I'm, it's not a black and white black and white goes along with that magical thinking. And a lot of the things you've talked about
0: I you so, so, Darren, uh, you were talking about your experience around the election, and I think it's a really good example of what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, that that actually changed my life, I got to say. I feel like I'm it rocked my, this experience I'm just going to tell you about rocked my world, and it's put me into a new timeline, I feel, of experience. And that's that be, leading up to the election, there was a lot in the media about the threat of Significant violence on election day, and it even almost seemed logical that there would be because there were so many incredibly angry people. And you know, on the side of Trump, I know there was a lot of people who were training as militias with you know, all kinds of guns and weapons, and claiming that they were going to make some, you know, make some stir some things up and try to make sure that people didn't vote who weren't supposed to vote. And there was a lot of threat. There could be intimidation. Then there is like other, the Antifa, which is allegedly the, you know, violent arm of the liberals was, you know, going to come and protect them. So there is all yeah, this. And,
0: and, and if Trump had pulled something and, and really just tried to seize power, there would have been mass, mass, you know, movements in the streets from huge populations.
1: Yes. And like my sister actually took some very major trainings on how you handle Mass violence in the street and mass uprising. How you handle yourself? And I, i I did a whole like multi-hour training. I mean, this was a, a very
0: real possibility. It got gun it, sale, gun sales from people on all sides of the of the equation here we're, go, were going through the roof. Yeah. So it was good for the gun merchants.
1: So what what I did is because of these things I believe in and the guidance I was getting in the days before the election, I just really started saying, I'm going to pull back from any fear. And I'm going to put that energy into visualizing and commanding and invoking a peaceful election day and just seeing, I just saw it in my own mind. I could just see all the polling places surrounded by beautiful light and protection, spiritual energy, violet flame. And I just spent a lot of time looking at it and seeing it that way. And it first of all, it took my own fear away. So I was thinking, I'm now creating my reality. I'm not reacting mm. to what might happen. And... I'm sure a lot of other people were doing that all over the world. And on election yes. day, it was remarkably yes. peaceful and, and orderly. And there was hardly amazing. any episodes of this. And then after the election, there is this whole huge threat of, uh, you know, constitutional crises. And um, Trump was clearly, you know, there's not. This is not a matter of debate. He clearly was trying to invalidate the the election results and, you know, be elected even though you know the popular vote, you know. Uh, you know, and, and the Electoral College had Chosen Biden and try to make it all. So all these things were going on and there was the more potential for tremendous upheaval, possible violence, a um, shutdown of our system through. And again, so far up to this point, mm-hmm. nothing of that has happened. Now, whatever opinion you have, you may, you know, like Biden or not like him or what... but saying uh, as far as violence and, you know, anarchy, it hasn't happened. So what I really feel that showed me is that instead of, fearing what might happen i want to take all that energy and use my power of visualization and spiritual you know claiming to to create what i do want to see and knowing that i'm joining with millions of other people who are also doing that who are of good heart who are of the light and i don't think that's a partisan thing i mean to want to have a peaceful world where things go according to i mean i know that conservatives love to talk about law and order so i mean obviously people on both sides want to see there be an orderly thing, according to law and then change things that are corrupt. And I mean, I think that's a comp. So, so I guess to make this short, I feel like I felt the power within me and with this big group of light workers on the world. And it makes me feel like we can continue to do that. So let's say in a Biden administration, he has some good points and he has some ways that he sold out to the corporations and whatever it is. And that too, um, to make sure that we just keep being proactive to create the world we want.
0: So this is really interesting for me to hear. And I was very aware of this going on prior to the election <clears throat> and you know, was involved in meditations. And uh, you know, I know there was a lot of energy that was directed towards trying to make this you know Oof. as easy as it could be uh, and, and as undisruptive and uh, unchaotic as it could be what i experienced is is that i was aware of um how i tend to um bring focus to worst case scenario (sighs) and i and i and i'm looking at what could happen here you know oh my god the the white nationalists are going to take over the streets and create mayhem and violence here and everywhere and 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 it was just it's it was such a good um like um reflection as i see it uh in in my own kind of tendency to i think uh you know like what conspiritualists tend to do is we're constantly looking under the radar we're looking into things we're looking at what's going on oh i'm seeing look it's what there it is it's coming you know and um and it's easy for fear to come in and it's part of my psychology and it's part of, uh, in a sense, the shadow that I'm ne- needing to attend to uh, in order to get to where Darren is, is is saying, which is really taking responsibility to our consciousness, you know, for our consciousness to, to align it, to tweak it, to, to fine tune it so that we are participating in creating where where it is we want to go. So yeah, so we just got a couple of minutes, Darren. Okay. Well that last couple of minutes, but thank you for that.
1: Yeah, this is this is really profound stuff. I just want to say one throw out one big bombshell thing that not people a bombshell. Think, um, and that is At that <laughs> go
0: ahead.
1: and that is that the, the Conspiratualists and let's say people following QAnon, people who follow conspiracy theories which I am, I think Dan and I are partially there. I mean, that's a whole other discussion. I mean, we believe a lot of, there are some- set,
0: set QAnon aside. I mean, yeah,
1: but whatever it is, but there, there are these, let's say people who are trying to dig deeper to find these yeah, hidden truths. Yeah. We talk about the deep state is what I, is I feel like, here's what I feel. This is kind of a unique situation. I believe, yes, there is some kind of hidden control factor that you could call the deep state, but- And while it it does exist in many forms in corporate owners and political, you know, different people in different places, the biggest part of this control mechanism is something that we would call the hidden controllers, which is not on the physical level. It's partially, it works through the physical level. Or or they're the,
0: the high level super elites. Yeah, there's a
1: high level super elite. There is something that's been trying to, and has been controlling the human race for a long time. And it is right that we uncover what that is and disclose what that is and refuse to give our power to it. But the, the place people get into a sense of, I think, illusion is when they say it's all outside of themselves. In other words, it's, it's something out there in the government. And yes, it's reflected in that, but it's also affecting us in the deepest part of our own psyche. And I feel like if we, if we would take that urge to find these hidden deep state controller and look more within ourselves and what is how is that affecting us on our own subconscious mind we would actually find much more um, powerful answers so that's a big big subject to throw out but i wanted to throw it out and at least just name it
0: yeah and so if i feel like i'm being controlled or manipulated by the media or that i'm you know scared of vaccinations or if there's some sort of an agenda playing itself out I think what, Darren, you're saying is instead of pointing fingers, it's like, what's going on internally for me? And that's where I have the power to take control. And um, so we got, you know, we got some big topics going on here, and we got a on. more time ahead of us. So um, it's, uh, it's wonderful. Uh, thank you. Thank you all for joining us this time. Uh, we're excited I want to say to one more sentence. One more, okay, sentence. One more sentence from okay, and That is that <clears throat> if we go within
1: ourselves and find where that real deep state control pattern is and free ourselves from it, you can be sure that you're helping to free the outside society. That's the last thing I want to say. I deeply believe that. Sweetness. Okay. Thank, thank you Darren. for letting me get my last word in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> last word, big bombshells. Man. Yeah. We're on a roll here. Okay, so we shall see you next time. Thanks for showing up. Adios,
1: amigos.